0: Hey guys, Barney here with a little update. I want to give a quick thanks to AB Universe for sponsoring The Big Top. Taking over production responsibilities has been a huge undertaking and I'm extremely grateful to have such a fantastic sponsor whose products I have used for years and can personally vouch for. You can now use my promo code BIGTOP to get 10% off your order at abuniverse.com. That's abuniverse.com. Thanks again to ABU for sponsoring this podcast. They're here. Welcome back to The Big Top Season 3. I am so, so glad to finally be back, and today I'm stoked to share my conversation with Pup Drangan, an international kingster with a wide range of fetishes that prove none of us are as weird as we might think. Since this one's a little long, I'm going to shut up now and get to the good stuff, but I quickly want to thank everyone listening for keeping this podcast alive. And I look forward to hearing more kinky stories from you, which can be sent to thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. That's thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. I am very excited about this season's guests, and while I always feel like the best podcasts are the ones that feel like a conversation with friends, I got some feedback on last season's shift into a more casual, personal place, and I think I want to make an effort this season to start moving in a new direction, because there are some amazing people out there in this community, and I want you to get to hear from all of them. Anyway, today the circus is in Oslo, Norway, and I invite you to join me as we go under The Big top this podcast sucks waste my goddamn time well okay to that i would say fuck that because as somebody who has a difficult who has a series of difficult to understand names and nobody understands it, and nobody knows what i'm saying and everybody's like i can't find you i can't spell it fuck that you're way more memorable being difficult to say and remember if that oh, makes sense that
1: is that is very true that you is you don't very need to true. rebrand maybe not
0: you you got this I think I do got it. No one understands us, man. It's like, man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dad, you don't even get it. Nobody gets me, bro. <laughs> but also, I like that in kink, we've all had to rebrand from ourselves anyway. So, oh, that's a good
1: point. Yeah. Do you know what I
0: mean? Like, so we can just rebrand. It is always like fun to be like, okay, but what if today my name was this?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I in my daily life I go by all sorts of names. Um, really? Like, yeah. Like shit stain. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> no people like my name's like luke so people call me like luke stefer they ask me like what's the luke steferian theorem oh, nice. uh lukini luke um all sorts of things so
0: can i make yeah. a really tasteless leukemia dri- no let's not do that No, <laughs> let's not make jokes about yeah let's let's science. kill
1: that early <laughs> Fuck.
0: we don't need to <laughs> Do you know what I don't do? I cut out all the things that my guests are like, hey, can we cut that out? By the way, somebody said to me um, recently, I took this. So, no, like, I don't have to do that. Well, 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 I mean, I always leave in the things that like get me canceled. So that's that's kind of stupid. Oh. Um, <laughs> but um, somebody said to me recently that they couldn't tell that the podcast is heavily edited and that they that it, they thought it sounded like one take. And oh, good job. I just want everyone to know. Yeah, I'm taking that as like fucking pat on the back because this is edited to shit. Like, oh, nice. Sometimes. Nice. I'm going to like let people peer behind the curtain here. Sometimes the order that the conversation happens in is completely different because it'll be like, oh, I had to cut something out, but then this thing doesn't make sense. So I move it to where it does make sense. And then I spend fucking ages being like, okay, how do I like make it sound like this flowed naturally? You know what? (laughs) Do you know what? I might be good at my (laughs) job.
1: yeah you're you're fucking uh yeah it seems like you got it down especially if you can like you know i guess you could cut it up and make me say anything at all uh, oh this so be a great opportunity yeah, yeah. to try that. i yeah i have to keep it positive like oh i love everything and everything's amazing and <laughs> this is the best and this is even better yeah yeah for sure this that's and then, it's gonna be yeah
0: cut to me like chopping that into this is better than yeah yeah <laughs> 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 this podcast sucks
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that could be a good intro actually yeah sucks sucks waste my goddamn time no but what? i can't
0: wait yeah you can't wait well
1: no i can't wait till the check from this comes in you know i'm kind of struggling right now life's not so easy so i'm like really excited to uh get the funds man
0: yeah man <laughs> yeah bro sure <laughs> it's sure. gonna be Those, great that'll be a yeah. fat check you just yeah. gotta you gotta wait a little uh <laughs> it might get lost in the mail like i feel
1: uh, like it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if you had like your own like uh cryptocurrency shit coin <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey Shit bro, clown coins. coins. Dude, you got like 3 clown coins. You can cash oh, those in. Yo. But, but you can only spend them here. Yeah. But, you know. So then you got to you got to come back. I don't know how that makes how does that make money for me? Do you know what? I'm how really, indeed Well, listen, I'm literally looking at a screen that says I just got paid for a commission and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, money. <laughs> nice. <laughs> me- yeah, "Money nice. Give me money." Nice. Which well, what was the commission? Uh, it was really really fun. It was a clown inflation thing that I'll post soon if you like nice. inflation. It's like nice. a big butt. It's a big butt thing. Did you see the um the team rocket one I just posted? I did not. I, okay, well you
1: know, I'm I'm kind of a boomer, so I haven't really been on uh uh like. That. Like, yeah, man, I feel like, you know, just in terms of like social media, I feel like such because I don't vibe with the whole instantaneous availability thing. So I'm like and there are people who like feel like they need to post like a disclaimer like, hey, I'm going to be out of town for three weeks. I'm not going to respond.
0: Please understand. It's like, man, fuck off. It's, well, Dude, to be you're fair, lucky if you get a hold of me, like even people that I want to speak to, I've just it's just I've got a bunch of unreads and it's stressful for me to go through them all. You oh know, my God, because then you get a reply like Seriously, I mean, my like the way I like to be is unavailable at all times. There are some people who love to be connected and love when the phone is pinging. That thing is silent at all times. I am dead to the world most of the time, and my favorite friends are the ones who we can have a conversation where the reply is three months later, and then their reply is six months later, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay. I have that with like my my very closest, like my like my soul friends.
1: It's like, uh, yeah, it's like I'll, I'll send them three paragraphs. And then it's like five weeks later, I'll send them like a new message like, oh, hey, by the way, did you did you know about this? And they're like, oh, my God. Uh, and then they'll respond. And and yeah, you know, <clears throat> fun fact about me is that I, I grew up all over the world, spent a couple of years in the U.S. And, and England and Brazil and Canada and stuff like that. and in um, England? Yeah, I I, I Why? was. Dude, I don't know. I was uh, that it was like the, actually the hair. first place I moved. I lived in. <laughs> I lived in London, and I was there for five years when I was uh, a baby and a child and toddler. Oh, fine, fine. Uh, Yeah, and actually, uh, when I was a kid, I had like... uh, kind of like an english accent um thankfully i grew out of it oh (laughs) yeah i know Fuck, (laughs) that was a close one right (laughs) um but anyways when you when growing up in all these places and making friends and then moving you kind of learn the art of maintaining low maintenance friendships and that's really what i love it's like i'll have my best 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 friends And then I won't talk to them for six months or a year. And then uh, a year later, I'll be like, oh, hey, I'm
0: in town. And then we'll hang out. And it's like, like nothing ever changed. I feel that way because like the best friends, I mean, I'm also, you know, an international citizen. (laughs) The best friends that I've ever had were like people who went to international school, because I feel like they're the kind of people who had to learn very quickly how to cut through the bullshit like they just didn't have time for you know stupid petty drama because it's like I'm living here for six months and then we're moving so I'm gonna make friends with you and then I'm gonna see you in a year. You know, it's just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. We've got time for that. By the way, welcome to the Big Top. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to do beginnings, but I am actually thinking now, this is the first... We're, this is season three, baby. Season three premiere, like, we're... Yo! The Big oh, Top is back, to Yeah, you. yeah, bro. <laughs> fucking Right stoked. on. Right on, big three. Nice. Yeah, big three, which I... Did I think that this would go this long? Mm. I mean I kind of i guess you hope to, so maybe yeah <laughs> but i like really didn't think because the other, okay so like podcast i mean i don't really know what a season is in the sense that like this isn't seasonal this is more like i would say annual but whatever like that's basically tv lingo right when when yeah, like, when yeah network network television was a thing but i just knew that there was no way that i could do a sustained podcast because my brain cannot like i can commit to working a certain amount but then i'm just i'm gonna stop doing it i'm like i'm not gonna do my homework do you know what i mean like, Yeah. So I was like, if I break it up into seasons, then I can be like, okay, I'm gonna take a break. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, fair enough.
1: Because if it's just like uh, one episode after the other, then it's like, then when uh, does it end?
0: When do I go home? When does it end?
1: Do you have a degree of like goal fatigue? Like after you've achieved something, they're like,
0: have have you ever heard of that? What like achieving the thing and then it it almost and then just kind of losing
1: the drive and then just like kind of like uh, not because I have this thing where like. I'll, I'll like, I can work hard and then I achieve the milestone and I'm like, fuck, this was stupid. Like I did all the oh. and I was like, I don't feel like, you know what time.
0: I mean? But I also don't achieve a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like the things that I like to waste time on are really like weird, um, hyper fixating projects. I like to make insane lists and like write uh, like articles about a very specific interest that only I'm ever going to read to myself. Really? And like. Yeah, I just like, I don't know, collecting data and I will sink time into it and then look at it and be like, I'm just going to delete this because what what, what a waste of time. Wait
1: a minute. Do you have a manifesto?
0: (laughs) Is that what this is? (laughs) Listen, so basically, (laughs) this is level one of my cult. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you're all gonna give me your money Mm -hmm. and i'm going to it's a pyramid it's not a pyramid it's a reverse funnel system hey man i
1: think you skipped a step it's actually in the starting stages it's actually supposed to be called a religion and then you kind of uh you're not supposed to call it a cult that's uh non or kind of outsiders people who obviously don't understand your ways
0: right or do we call it a cult so that people can't call us we're like yeah we're calling ourselves a cult and what you know yeah. And then, so, yeah, what's the big deal? Yeah, like, what's the big deal? Like, you're gonna call yeah. us a cult anyway because you don't get it. Mm. Like, we're 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 secure. We don't we don't care. We can be a cult.
1: I guess you could think like, oh, we're we're reclaiming the title and we're making it a good thing. Yeah. And- Cults are actually a really great thing. It's like, it, they, you know, they, they got such a bad rap, but what do you, you know, it's like we're giving back to the community. Yeah, we have some weird rituals and some weird attire and maybe, you know, everything's not above board, but hey, you know, uh,
0: what's the big deal? You got to break a few eggs to make... Uh, to make eggs. You know, so... <laughs> Listen, I you're talking to someone who I I know too many people that have joined cults and do you know what? My computer just notified me of a rain warning. Oh, what no. the fuck is a rain warning <laughs> in this country? Wait, what are you in hell?
1: Are you in Berlin or are you in uh, the UK? I'm in the UK. Oh, okay. Oh, rain war- rain warning? Rain warning!
0: Yeah, aren't you guys like... Uh... Yeah, like, oh no, the weather, <laughs> did it Did it stop raining for a second and then it, like, what? <laughs> Do you know what? We've been joking about FinDom and mm-hmm. this was on the brain because I saw something on Twitter, somebody was posting about Findom and they were like, oh, I wish there was like a good ABDL findom because people get like really screwed over by that and yeah, I don't know. I'm like I'm kind of dipping my toes in and it wasn't really something I was Interested in, and so I felt kind of weird about it because there was a couple of people who got in contact and were like, "Could we do this? Could I send you money?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, that's great, but also I feel kind of weird. Like, there would need to be a lot of rules, and I don't want to feel hmm. like I'm taking advantage or being predatory." So and you know, what blah, blah, blah. differentiates a good and a bad FinDom? I guess that, like, that being the conversation as opposed mm-hmm. to yeah, most people who just get scammed by somebody who either doesn't get off on it or because the other thing is there was somebody who um I was talking to who was like oh okay well what about this could I pay for your next clown outfit and I was like fuck yeah now I'm into it because I have a whole thing about like people dressing me up and that kind of a thing and Mm -hmm. so I was like okay look here are the things that I would like to get you pick one of these and I will wear it and I'll like take pictures of myself in it for you and so it was kind of like a mutual thing they get off on throwing their money towards my use and then I get off on wearing the thing they wanted me to wear and I feel like that kind of a thing because Findom in general gets a really bad rap people just hear that word and go red flag
1: yeah I I mean I get it but I guess what you're doing is that really uh, Findom? because it is kind of uh, you know goods and services it's like you're taking (laughs) pictures your media but it's also like Like, are you are you sending a physical like thing, like a used whatever? (laughs) It's just capitalism. (laughs) Yeah, just just capitalism.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just, I like the idea of, okay, there is a limit to how much, you know, I will ask of you. There is like, you know, just, just there's some sort of written contract in place, I guess. Basically just saying like, okay, this is what we agree to. Cool. Then we can start doing that because I think it's very, very easy for someone to butter you up. You get excited. They say it's really hot taking your money you really get off on it and then it gets to the point where they're like hey I need cash for this and you're now not in a position where you can say oh uh we didn't really agree that because your dynamic is that you send it and mm-hmm. they take it and they use language that you know maybe is demeaning or humiliating and you get off on that it, it, i think it's just very easy to abuse that and so i don't know i don't know i guess i'm not really a findom so i don't really know what a good findom would look like no i don't really know i mean <sighs> Uh, I don't know. I I think like it's it's kind of like a uh, I guess a
1: minefield. It's kind of hard to navigate. And and honestly, like wouldn't you wouldn't you rather get something for it? Like like an item or like. I mean, then again, isn't kind of like uh, hot girl streamers uh, on Twitch, isn't that a type of, you know, FinDom?
0: Isn't it? I don't know if that's,
1: <laughs> I don't know if I that's mean, FinDom or if that's well, just like. Send money, you know, uh, yeah. um, send money
0: on I'll play and you can see my feet. Or well, look, that's just the business, and there are some people who are in that business who are extremely predatory. And then it's sort of a moral quandary of like, when it's clear that somebody is obsessively giving away all their life savings, should is it the responsibility of the person to say, "I think you're spending too much money on me"? I mean, that's always complicated, and it's like neither here nor there. But I don't think that's Fin Dom. That's just no, them being not. like, "Can you money? Can you send me? Can you money? <laughs> can, oh, can you money can, me? <laughs> can you money me? Hey, dude, money me. Um, yeah, but maybe that's what i should do just be like money
1: me <laughs> maybe we should try like an experiment like what if you sent me not all but a sizable amount of your savings oh okay if you just do it now and then we can kind of see you live like how it feels does this turn you on okay like take your next rent payment sure and, and just send, send it, it to, to me okay. and it's like and then we'll just take it from
0: there <laughs> so let me What's let it? me send you some money let me open my bank account yeah. <laughs> So here's, here's the disappointing part. Uh, yeah. I don't have any savings. So, that, so oh, that, is, that, is, that is zero. However, I don't really want to say this on record in case, like, the men come. Yeah. The men? <laughs> the men? You know,
1: when the men come. What about the men? Yeah, of course, the men. Not even a man.
0: <laughs> Just the no, men. No, like, the, the official men. When oh, they, like, yeah, come for course. you yeah, and they knock on your yeah. door. Mm-hmm. I made a payment yesterday that has been received but has not left my account Mm -hmm. and it is not in my pending transactions oh shit (laughs) and like two days is too long for there to be some sort of delay like Hmm.
1: you know what this podcast actually should be i'm actually i'm i have a brand new idea why don't we (laughs) why don't we why don't we call your bank and let's do like (laughs) uh like a (laughs) sorting this out podcast like uh, and, and I, you know, I worked in customer service, so I can, I can also help out and be like, Oh, you know, this is the transaction number. Listen. I
0: think that's a good <laughs> idea.
1: Are they open right now? And then after that, we can call my bank and try to cancel my travel insurance.
0: <laughs> Let's do well, that. You must have an out of hours number.
1: You have travel insurance <laughs> for what? Where are you uh, going? Okay. Well, first of all, the United States. <laughs> oh fuck. You're going to need yeah, that. Yeah, bro. I nearly got it. shot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, what was this? Uh, no, I actually. Yeah, did. okay.
0: Well, I have a story as well, but please. I d- I've definitely told this story before, but basically, I was supposed to be. This is, again, <laughs> gonna. Incriminate somebody here. Um th- so I was supposed to meet up with somebody and I'm in a foreign country and I don't have like, you know, data on my phone. Which country? In America, obviously. Oh, okay. This is the gun capital oh, okay. of the world. So I go to meet this person, and as I am leaving the house, they send me this weird message about like, oh, I hadn't really cleared this with my boyfriend, actually. And I said, Okay, is that gonna be a problem? He's like, No, 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 it'll be fine. Let me just let me just talk to him. And I was like, Okay, cool. So like <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm like meeting somebody in town and then I won't have any wifi. I won't be able to like get in contact with you. And then I'm, I'm trusting that I can come and stay with you guys. And also like, I'm relying on public transport of which there is fucking none. Oh, tell me about it. I don't know the what worst. The, it's crazy. Anyway. So it gets to the point where like, I've got to come up with a new plan. Cause this guy just ghosted me all day. And I was like, can you please just tell me what's going on? If I need to figure something else out. And in the end I was like, okay. If I get the next train, I can get the last bus... And I can maybe go back where I'd come from that day. And so as I'm doing this, I'm waiting outside the bus stop because the train station closed. It was the last train. The last bus is coming. Those of us waiting for the bus are standing outside. Um, Of course, it's cash only and the machine's broken. It's just like one thing after another, after another, after another. So finally, I'm standing there like ready to get on this bus. And then these two people um, who were like high out of their minds get into a huge fight over absolutely nothing. Like the stuff that they're screaming at, Each other doesn't even make sense. And she at one point reaches into her bag, pulls out a plastic bag and pulls out a gun and tries to shoot him. Oh, they fired. She was trying to, so she was trying to load it. And then (laughs) I don't know what happened because he started running and she's trying to shoot him and it's not going off. And oh, so I don't know if like the safety was on or it was jammed or she didn't load it. I don't know. But it's clicking every time. And she keeps trying and trying again and then trying to shoot him and it's not working. <laughs> but she's waving this thing around and I like <laughs> see down the barrel of it because she's like two oh, meters wow. from me and I'm frozen. And I was like, I'm gonna die, and this guy's gonna feel so bad that he goes to me. <laughs> and then the security guard walks around the corner sees this and just so casually rolls his eyes and walks away and starts calling the police yeah they don't pay him enough for that <laughs> well fair enough but also it was just so like yep yeah and then i look behind me and go. everybody else had just very quietly moved away and i was still standing there yeah. like, in the line of fire I was like, oh, God, I would, I'm i not equipped for this. For like, for some reason, I, would
1: just uh, die. I feel like uh, if it was like, for some reason, I have this, like, stereotypical image of my head is like, uh, yeah, it was a gun. But I'm in my mind, I'm seeing kind of like a musket or a blunderbuss <laughs> or something like old timey. And then
0: she's like trying to load it with like that long stick. Oh, and, like, I see. Oh, I'm going to get <laughs> you now. <laughs> I'm going to get uh, you. Now. Yeah, it was really yeah. trippy. And also, that person, look, they never replied, so they they don't know this story. So, like, I can't even be like, I hope they feel bad. But also, over what? Like, I got the impression that he just then felt embarrassed and was like, I'm just going to ignore him until he goes away. Mm. I was like, I was meant to be staying with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's shitty. Just that's say, shitty. like, I oh, mean, I'm so sorry. I you, I can't host you anymore.
1: Right? It, yeah, it's like, oh, things got weird. I'm so sorry, my boyfriend, whatever uh honestly yeah, it's know. like yeah it's uh i guess it's the least you could do especially when someone's traveling to your place
0: yeah i mean this was also quite I, I wouldn't normally do this kind of thing like i would normally meet someone first but it was just a case of like i'm traveling to see other people and i was like going in and out of san francisco and so i was like it was very kind to, uh of him to offer and then really shitty of him to just ghost but again I would always advise not doing that because, like, I probably should have just skipped that stuff. Yeah. Because the other thing is, we've been talking for years, so I was like, oh, really?" Well, it would be really nice to actually meet. And he was like, "Do you know what? You can you can stay because you're not going to have anywhere anyway." Yeah. yeah, I
1: usually I usually try to do like um, I, I I found that kind of one of the ways to do it is you make your main plan something else and you have that as kind yes. of like an option so it's like okay well i'm staying in the area and i'm i'm gonna be doing my own thing i'm gonna be here if you want to join great yeah. if not what else yeah, yeah maybe next time yeah but uh yeah you know hindsight's 2020 20 in the moment uh like i i had a uh, a really good friend of mine um back in the day he was visiting me while i was studying in canada and where he, haven't you lived <laughs> tell me about it <laughs> but uh he um uh he he got his own airbnb because he wasn't staying in my dorm and when he arrived i accidentally fell asleep i took a nap and he 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 was gonna like gonna meet me at six and i was still asleep at like six thirty. and he was really nice about it he was like hey i don't want to inundate you with messages but you know i'm here and And then I woke up and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm coming right now. Um,
0: But uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, shit happens. Shit happens. I have done exactly that. I I did that the last time I was in San Francisco. I was jet lagged and I fell asleep. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I was supposed to be at this person's house. But yeah, I don't know. That was still shitty. And it has also been enough time now that I'm like, you can't still be embarrassed about this. Yeah, right? Like, how many years ago was it? Like, two. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Anyway. I, I'm interested in, like, your kink journey then, because you've lived in so many places. How did that affect, like, your perception of kink growing up? I, I don't know. I don't really have that big of an idea about it growing up.
1: One thing that has always been, a like, a constant is... My entire life, I've been pretty obsessed with diapers. That's kind of been like my main squeeze my entire life. And that as well as like tights and stuff like Lycra or like uh, stockings as a kid. Uh, So these things have, I mean, these interests, uh, they've always kind of drawn me and they've been like constants throughout my life. So I started kind of realizing that there was a kink community pretty late when I was like 18 or 19. And it kind of started with me meeting this, this one uh, or getting acquainted with this one guy um, because the community in Norway is so small. And he was a nice guy and he even like bought me plane tickets to visit him uh Ooh. which is absolutely not a red flag at all uh, <laughs> so, so he brought me plane tickets and uh he flew me out to his apartment i was like uh let's say i was 18 uh or close enough to 18 i was, I was probably 18 yeah I, I was definitely 18 let's say uh, let's yeah just stay. let's say we yeah <laughs> So, um, so he flew me out and it was really nice, but a lot of the things that happened, I would never, you know, allow to happen in nowadays because, yeah. you know, you, you get some more experience and you kind of uh, learn to communicate and set boundaries. So one of the things was like, okay, well, number one is like, I don't, I don't want to kiss you on the mouth. And he would be like, oh, please insisting. And I bought like a fire at the store just so, you know, he could like kiss me, but I didn't want to like touch him uh, and then one thing up. that was <laughs> kind of kind of goofy was that uh well, he put yes. yeah <laughs> he, like he, he dressed me up in like uh, this like onesie and like i had a thick diaper on and like a onesie and we had just gone for like a really long hike in the uh As kind you of on, <laughs> on the outskirts of the city well this was kind of so we went on the hike and then uh i got i got changed into the outfit and i was uh this is so weird but i was like asleep on my stomach on the couch and my like butt was in the air and you know it was kind of like a picturesque scene i guess however i was half asleep but then i heard like a a camera click sound like oh. the 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 iconic camera sound and there's no flash um then i kind of like stir and i'm like hey what was that And he's like oh it's nothing and i'm like did you take a picture of me he's like no i didn't take a picture of you and i just kind of like let it go anyways after that uh, kind of uh weekend which was you know all things considered not really that bad it was it was kind of nice um even though nowadays i would have considered a lot of the things kind of across the line or nowadays i just wouldn't put up with it you know if i if i set a boundary and you don't respect it then it's okay well uh, i wish you the best but I, i'm leaving yeah. um but uh, then, then I actually, <laughs> I met the same guy at uh, my first Kohlgeist. Um and he was there Whoa. and he was like, oh, Hey, you know, I'm sorry if I crossed the line and I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. And I was like, Hey man, it's okay. It's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. And then I just kind of left because, you know, even though I don't hold any ill will about it, it is like, well, you know, I, I don't feel like talking to you. So yeah. it wasn't anything dramatic, It was just like, oh, okay, no worries, bro. It's good, but, uh, I'm going to talk to someone else now. Yeah.
0: I mean, very, very much, I say this all the time, but isn't it fucking crazy that we have to teach ourselves this stuff? Like it's just all this stuff needs to be talked about more because you are so within your rights to say bye when somebody ignores a boundary that you've set. And way too much of the time, like I used to be such a people pleaser, and I still have this tendency to like try and get people to like me, and try. You know, it's just like if somebody is actively ignoring the boundaries that you're. Did you ever find out if he did take a picture? Uh, no, but I know he did. <laughs> Come on, right? Yeah. Come on, buddy. That's <laughs> um, just. I mean, it, like lying about it is the thing. Like if he said, "Yeah, is that okay? Do you want to yeah, see it? Do, do you want honestly, it? Shall I delete it? Like, hey man, know. if you asked, uh if you'd asked i'd be like
1: hell yeah man let's go like uh which you know which pose or what do you think would be fun or uh do you have any ideas but you know when you do it kind of like the the creepy way it's like ah then again i don't know maybe he maybe got something out of it like he felt like he got away with something
0: but uh yeah i don't know i I guess the only person that he should be being completely honest with is you anyone else There is no need to be sharing what's going on, but you are the two people who are engaged in like play right now. So, Mm -hmm. like, honesty and open communication is kind of like the most important thing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I already got on a flight and, you know, put on all these uh fun strange uh, outfits and like it's like do you really think that i wouldn't be able to you know hang with the idea of you snapping a photo of me motherfucker (laughs) look at look at what i'm wearing Oh. You think of photos too much, just, but you know, just ask, just
0: ask and you know, but ah, whatever. <laughs> I'm interested in the kissing. What was, cause I have a whole thing about, about kissing. I've gone mm-hmm. on a kissing journey.
1: A kissing journey?
0: Yeah. I used to be very anti-kissing.
1: Oh really? Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I guess it depends, uh... Like uh, I, I love kissing, and uh, you know, you can't really see this because it's audio. But I have really like big, like nice lips, which I actually was ashamed of as a kid because I, when I was living in like kind of white picket fenceville uh, on the suburbs of Philadelphia, it was like pasty white people, and I felt kind of uh-huh. like I was like, oh my god, I'm different because I have big lips. <laughs> I want everybody can see that you're a slut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i got some big old dsls but uh yeah the kissing no he was just he just wanted to kiss me and i was like i actually don't i don't feel this and it wasn't like Mm. i didn't feel anything it's like i actively felt negatively and i knew that like it's like i'm not really feeling this but then again the people pleaser aspect which i've worked very hard to grow out of Mm -hmm. because it it really doesn't do anyone any favors Because I'm not into it, and maybe
0: he is, but it's just not good. Um. So, well, yeah, that was... Sorry, you're also, like, when you are just trying to please the person, you're not helping them, because... You're A, allowing them to, you know, let's say walk over boundaries and whatever, but you're also not giving them important feedback, which is like, oh, actually I, I'm not into this thing. And maybe they're going along with something that they don't really want. Like people pleasing doesn't help anybody. And I, as a like former people pleaser, I'm just, I'm so with you on like, ugh, it's so, it's such a hard habit to grow. So
1: here's something that I really like in that in kink, a lot of the lessons we learn can be kind of they can be used it's like they're just as valid in real life stuff like boundaries communication the fact that a resentful yes will never be as good as an honest no and that's something that i've really kind of i guess unlocked the past couple years it's like someone asked me to do something and i can be like a part of me would be like oh maybe yeah it's like i could you know force myself and not be happy about it but recently i'm like fuck no no i'm sorry I, I i just don't want to and life has gotten so much easier since i've just been like no yeah. and that's yeah, honestly growing older has been fucking great because it's right? like <laughs> i have the confidence to just be like no fuck no Or honestly, like honestly i can't uh, wait to be old <laughs> dude i mean uh like every I'm 28 year i now get
0: more confident same dude, we're the same age right yeah Every year I'm just like, yeah, I'm so much more. I actually just, when I got back home, I was just walking back from the airport and I passed this little area where I remember I had one of the earliest phone conversations with somebody as I was just getting involved in the community. And I was so deeply in the closet. I was so like, I don't know how I'm going to talk to my boyfriend about this. I don't know how I'm going to ever be this kind of person that I wanted to be. And I just looked, it just reminded me of that moment. And I was like, wow, I've come so fucking far. I'm so confident and happy with who I am. And like, dude, kink teaches us a lot. Like you have to accept so much about yourself that you get to apply all this stuff to like normal everyday life. And I don't think it's talked about enough because like, not only am I so much more comfortable saying no in, you know, so many different ways. I'm also way more chill about other people asserting their boundaries and saying, no, I'm not going to take offense or as easily as I, as I might have before, or like think, oh, are they mad at me? Oh, did I do something wrong? Oh yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's okay. They just don't.
1: The are to... they mad at me? Oh, I yeah. hate that. I'll but it's there. so valid. Everyone, I feel like everyone has that. But it's like, I, I mean, I'll even do that with like. I remember uh, this is kind of a cute story, but uh, I, I'd gotten so uh, used to always, you know, just asking, just like, hey, can I do this? Can I do that? That when the first time I kind of like kissed my current boyfriend. We were waiting on, on the subway after our first date. And I was like, hey, can I kiss you? <laughs> and he's like, yes. <laughs>
0: and, and then
1: we kissed and the train came. and Then we went off and it was romantic and, and beautiful. But but uh, yeah, it's just like, it's just such a good rule. Just always ask. It's
0: like Yeah, I do that uh... actually. I just, I like asking, can I, can I kiss you? Because mm-hmm. yeah, I used to really just not like it. I used to think it was kind of weird. And mm-hmm. then last year I was really determined to kind of, interrogate that a little bit more and so i kind of started kissing all my friends and then eventually i saw the fun comforting part of it where i'm like oh this is like a nice like making out with my friends is kind of nice and then i was like okay maybe i can maybe i can apply that to my (laughs) boyfriend who's like you don't kiss me enough (laughs) i'm like yeah because it's gross so he's right about that
1: gross
0: (laughs) i wanted to ask uh Do you have a little side? Because you were talking about the pacifier and and, and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Is that like, you mentioned that diapers were the thing for you. Is Mm -hmm. that still the case? And then there's kind of a bit of dress up that goes on? Or do you feel like you have kind of a a little...
1: Well, actually, uh, if, if anything, I'd probably classify myself more as a middle... In that I can either fl- um, hey uh, I can either uh, flex as a big bro to a super little or I can kind of uh, be more in little space uh, to kind of someone whose dynamic is older. however uh, I kind of I don't know if I just lack the imagination but I, I have a hard time getting into any type of like headspace role play. So I think for me, it's mostly just like a, a sexual aspect with some light uh, role play, uh, mm-hmm. kind of age play. So like one of the things that, you know, unfortunately, uh, sometimes even puts me off, unfortunately, is is like uh, if there's baby talk um, mm-hmm. that, you know, puts me off a little bit. Or I have sometimes a hard time getting into, I can, but sometimes I have a hard time getting into like pub space. So, uh, you know, it all depends. Um but I would say more in general, I, I'm just like a cool, cool kid who likes to play Legos, video games and, and piss yep. my pants. So that's pretty <laughs> much a summary. And, you know, growing up, I, I've had so many occasions where I've kind of like, I've been curious about it. And I've thought like, OK, I'm going to try this and it's going to be the best thing ever. And it just was like, OK, whatever. So it's always, you know, mostly been about like the, the diapers for me. Like, Mm -hmm. the first time I got my hands on real diapers was life-changing. And then I tried to actually incorporate that in there. And I was like, okay, well, uh, I know how diapers make me feel. And this, maybe it should feel exponentially better or, you know, it should add something. But, you know, I didn't really feel much. I think maybe I'm like, I don't know. Uh, When I wear diapers, I don't feel, like, silly or ridiculous or anything. I feel, like, great. I feel hot. I feel, like, super good. I feel sexy. But, you know, doing like baby stuff, I feel kind of like maybe it's not me. It doesn't feel quite like me.
0: We've got kind of similar, similar energies. The cool aspect, like I really, really, I was talking to somebody else about this just now in Berlin. We were just talking about how we got into it. And I said, you know, I didn't get into it until my 20s. Like I got into it really late. And I said, well, you know, I just kind of thought like it looked really cool. And they were like, you thought diapers looked cool? They do look cool though. Like, let's be real. Yeah, they do. Diapers are fucking cool. (laughs) I thought... I thought it was more like the diaper boys are cool. Like they're just pissing their pants and like wearing diapers. And in my head, you know, my little is kind of that middle playing video games and shooting you with Nerf guns kind of, kind of thing. Hell yeah. But then there's like the person I was talking to was saying my whole life I've been embarrassed about the fact that I like diapers and now I accept it and I just want to be cute. And here you are thinking that that's cool. And (laughs) they just thought that was so crazy that like, but we all get into it in different ways. And like you, so you've now tried, being spanked. And I was just thinking as we were talking now, like you've already got a lot of kinks going on. And as somebody who's like such a kink sponge and loves the like ways that I can find my way into new stuff, do you see yourself just picking up more and more kinks? Oh yeah. Headspace yeah, yeah, yeah. was something that came for me over time. It like I used to kind of feel the same way that I didn't really. It felt a bit awkward and and, and weird. For sure.
1: I mean, you know, every year you kind of or at least personally like, get more confident and more kind of like in tune with what I like. So definitely. I mean, one of my newer things is like um, I've had the pleasure of trying in a safe environment like uh, Eastem Impact oh, yeah. Play Breath Play, and probably you know I guess the biggest emerging one was actually rubber, which, you know, makes a lot of sense because I've always been into, like, Lycra and, like, ballet tights and stuff, but mm. rubber was really surprising. And it makes sense, you know, if you like the slick feeling of the inside of a soap diaper, I then guess. the slick feeling of the inside of rubber, it's like, it, there's a kind of tactile similarity combined with the tightness, which
0: mm. is very yeah.
1: comforting. And I noticed that also when I put on, like, a pup hood and the, the compressive feeling of the neoprene, super comforting
0: i like neoprene more than than rubber i mean i saw rubber to me is a bit like wet and mm-hmm. sweaty and lycra i honestly because it's more breathable i like for that sure kind of for
1: sure and what i like about like <laughs> my kind of uh my thing recently has been like i like you know working out in like lycra a lot and it's kind of like number one maybe it kind of appeals to the exhibitionist aspect in me and that i like mm-hmm. to kind of like show, show off my body in tight gear. And it also maybe has to do with like a little bit of like ugly duckling syndrome. I was kind of like a, like an overweight teenager. So now Mm -hmm. that I look, you know, relatively a lot fitter, then, you know, it's like, okay, I finally feel confident enough in myself and in my body to show it off. But that's something that I really like about like neoprene and lycra is that I can kind of, you know, wear it out and about. I can go swimming in a Speedo or wear a wetsuit. And I think that's really neat. And in in that way, I can kind of incorporate a whole lot of kink into my daily life by like sleeping in a diaper and then going out, working out in tights at the gym and cycling in Lycra and going for a swim in a wetsuit. And yeah, it's kind of, it, it can become a very big
0: part of my life that way. I like the intersection of like daily life and kink because my kink is something that I always thought was so weird that now the confidence that it gives me to be like, it's okay to be a laughingstock and it's not like, you know... I, I don't know, that gives me a lot of confidence just in terms of social interaction, which I think is more a psychological thing. But I also love little things that people do that they bring into their daily lives. Speaking of, what, what is the scene actually like in Oslo? You mentioned it was pretty small nationwide. Okay,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty small. I really don't know that much because, I mean, I when I moved to Oslo, in my hometown, there's pretty much nothing. But when I moved to Oslo, there's like four people i know and a lot of people who i you know may get to know but i i feel a lot closer to people in the united states because of my kind of upbringing there and so like the community's bigger so naturally most of my like abdl friends are uh, american so i've actually met a lot more people in the u.s than in norway even though i've lived in norway for the past probably 14 years um and regardless i i I meet people in the u.s all the time and i meet people in norway like every now and then and Mm -hmm. so actually uh on the 23rd in a a few weeks oslo bdsm is hosting a, a age play event which, oh, cool. uh, yeah, which I'm really excited about, and I'm actually bringing my vanilla boyfriend. Woohoo! Uh, yeah, which should be cool. So yeah, I, not a whole lot of uh, community to speak of. Uh, I don't think, um, you know, I have a few acquaintances, um, but uh, it's not really that big. You know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm more attuned to individuals in in the U.S. And you know, we have some friends here, but. Um. yeah, we only meet like once every every six months or so.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I also have the thing of I, I travel a lot for kink and it means that I neglect a lot of the kink that is where I am. And I wonder if that's the case with a lot of people. Like we're so used to <laughs> looking elsewhere that you're like, oh yeah, well I can go there whenever so I can skip this time and yeah, it's for easy sure. to not get involved.
1: And one thing that really, you know, uh, kind of an underrated thing is when i was a teenager coming up i thought like if i meet a person and we both like diapers we're immediate, we're 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 gonna hit it off no matter what and then you know you meet some people and you're like well you know that's nice if they like diapers but it's really it's really not the biggest thing, you know. It's yeah. it's really like yeah. what what are they like? What's their personality like? What's their interests? How are they like as a person? Stuff like that. So so I guess uh I've had, you know, a few, you know, kind of uh unfortunate interactions here, so maybe I'm a little bit like uh once bitten twice shy about sure. like uh,
0: king people. Like, Listen, I I get it. Growing up, I really thought that I would never have options, and that always kind of scared me because I thought The second I find someone who's like into clowns, well, that's going to have to be it. (laughs) And realizing how like not true that is, has opened up so many doors. Like I thought that I was going to have to lower my standards in terms of just like what I wanted to do or what I was comfortable with or the kind of person that I would like to hang out with. And there's something uh, you said earlier that really made me think of this, but there is a part of us that has kind of like an ick factor that I don't think any of us are taught to pay attention to. We're normally taught to kind of ignore it. And I actually got this from National Treasure, Emma Thompson. Uh, She was talking on a podcast about how she explained sex to her daughter. And I think this is actually like the best way I've ever heard an adult explaining sex to a kid. She actually wrote her a little like storybook. But the crux of it was that you actually have three parts of you. And one is your sort of brain and then you kind of have the genital thing. And then you have this kind of emotion, gut feeling, your heart or emotion or whatever you you want to call it. And she said, when those three things align, then you know that you want to explore whatever it is you want to explore with someone. And I don't know, I just thought that was the best like kind of explanation. And it's so applicable to different things in life because it's like, yeah, okay, on paper, you know, we're into the same things. And then it's like, yeah, they make me kind of horny. But if you have this like, Oh, I'm just not really that into them. Or you have kind of like a, mm, I feel a bit uncomfortable. Like trust that feeling. Listen to your gut. If you have a bit of an ache about something, it is so okay to just be like, do you know what? Look, I know we traveled and everything, but like, I just don't really feel comfortable. And nobody should make you feel bad about that. And anybody who starts to, you know that you've made the right choice and you need to get out of there because that's not somebody that you want to be spending time with. You shouldn't be made to feel bad because you were like, I got this pit in my stomach, I felt I felt kind of ick. And the other thing is, and I think this happens more to women than men. But there is a thing of like, oh, I feel like I'd be rude. And it's like, mm,
1: yeah. Be rude. Be, be rude. rude. Yeah. Fuck Be off. rude.
0: <laughs> fuck that. Like, fuck politeness. You can. You can be. You can apologize later if you were rude. Mm-hmm. But like nine times out of ten, you were probably right to be like, do you know what? Actually, no, thank yeah. you. Wait a minute. Hold hold your horses. Because <laughs> but- we all have more <laughs> options than we think we do. Like you may think that like, oh, who's gonna go for me or who's gonna be into the weird thing I'm into. But like. <laughs> You're listening to someone who gets off in pissing in diapers, talking to somebody who gets off to clowns. Like there, yeah. the sky's the fucking <laughs> limit. Like there is somebody for every kink if you can imagine it. People are jerking off to it, and nobody is so unappealing to somebody that you're not going to find people that you gel with. So just trust your gut and, and wait yeah. it out.
1: You know, everyone's got everyone's got their people, and like uh, one thing that kind of I eventually kind of you know figure it out was that yeah, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, There are a lot of strange kinks out there, but it's like, I didn't necessarily, you know, choose to love diapers and stuff. I've, I just always have since I was, uh, since I can remember. And so it's like, okay, well, I didn't choose to have this, but I'm going to make the most out of it. (laughs) Like, uh, I'm really going to make the most out of it. And, and at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's not so serious. It's like, it's a, it's a piece of, you know, uh, fabric and, uh, sap and pulp and, you know, uh, it, uh, something happens when, you know, it, uh, it gets wet. It,
0: it, it who cares? <laughs> like, uh, it's not so serious. For a second. I thought you, I thought you were making a metaphor for like creating pages in a book, like uh, a piece I'm of fabric happy. in the tapestry of my life. No. And I was like, oh no, you just mean it. Tap- no, 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 uh, no.
1: no. <laughs> Obviously you're overestimating my poeticism. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, Hey man, you know, uh, the rich tapestry of, uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> rich tapestry of diaper fucking. Like hell yeah. <laughs> that's a rich tapestry. One of these days somebody somebody should make a quilt out of diapers. Oh, hey.
1: And then everyone uh, should piss on well, it. Well, you know, cloth diapers, <laughs> kind of boring. I don't know. <laughs> Mate,
0: geez.
1: I once had the idea of like a, a uh, instead of just like a diaper that was like a brief, like you wore it on your whole like <laughs> It was like a bodysuit uh, made body out of that material. Diaper? Yeah, I think that would maybe be a little bit gnarly, just like, you know, with uh, sweat. Hella gnarly, dude. Hella gnarly, bro. Hella
0: uh, <laughs> gnarly. Yeah, that, that would be pretty... That'd be pretty narnar. I, I I'm <laughs> trying to think like what how, what's the benefit? There's no benefit. Got it. Got it. It, it got just it. sucks. <laughs> it just <laughs> sucks. It's just a waste of materials. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to I've started working with materials and I've just fucking yes. decked out this clown suit, dude. You don't even know. Like uh did you was it like leather or latex or neoprene? No. No. It, none of it. it Wrong. It. <laughs> eh, eh. No, I have both of those, but I want a neoprene one now. But I've got um somebody gave me actually like a cheap Amazon clown suit that we were playing and I, I really liked it. I'm kind of in my service top era, so a couple okay, came nice. to Berlin to meet me, which was really really nice, and I kind of got wined and dined uh, both times. That so was very hey. nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had a lot of fun, and uh, I loved this suit. And he was like, "Well, why don't you just keep it?" And obviously we poked a hole in the uh, we poked a dick hole in it but it had these gross uh pom-poms and the fabric like kept getting my foreskin <laughs> and like the collar was kind of coming off nice. so I've now totally fixed it fixed the collar put foam in it that like makes it puffier and more rigid I took off the pom-poms and have made brand new ones that are nice dick hole is now like nice and then put a butt zip in as well so I'm like fully decked out. I owe all of this to uh Inflator Cub who's uh showing me a lot of things with a sewing machine. But um, Shout out. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> I should get him on the pod. Um he makes really, really cool uh fetishy fetishy stuff. Cool. Have I told you I'm 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 going to uh I'm gonna mess soon, I think. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. nice. I'm I'm going I... to Capcom and I'm staying with Newsy, and there's kind of no way I'm getting out of that with like non-stinky pants
1: no you're not unfortunately but hey you know when in when in rome you know you gotta i guess you gotta play by the rules you know of course
0: uh obviously not on the con four but you know back at <laughs> the room anything could happen
1: anything could happen. you never know uh...
0: i i i'm also kind of i've been bigging it up for so long that i know it's probably going to be a bit anticlimactic but also there's a lot of people like watching <laughs> to see <laughs> <laughs> when i do it <laughs> i see
1: you i feel like <laughs> i'm imagining kind of just off. like a, a like a like coliseum or like an amphitheater full <laughs> of like uh, like babies and you're just like a spotlight in the middle like <laughs> kneeling with like your hands
0: on your knees and like Ugh. and it's like
1: oh my god
0: ah! <laughs> <laughs> can i tell There's you confetti. how much <laughs> i i think i might have to do it like that i might have to say I might have to make like an invite event, like, who wants to come and watch it happen? <laughs> that would make it really hot for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, w- would that in any way tie in with like the clown fantasy of being like, ooh, yeah. Per- yeah, being like a performer and like, ooh. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. everyone laughing and, yeah, oh my God, totally. <laughs> yeah. The humiliation. Oh, what a like... loser. Laughing in like oh. a, a fun way or like laughing like an like a like a "Ah,
0: loser uh yeah like
1: like bullying like yeah bullying yeah Uh yeah. what i saw a really funny meme is like growing up as like a a gay teenager is like getting bullied by the jock and then getting home and masturbating to the thought
0: of him pissing on you or something i don't know look i mean all of these things everything that I was afraid of happening has since become really fucking sexy to me. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, you're a horny mess. <laughs>
1: I, I mean, Hey, sometimes, sometimes like, at this, <laughs> like at work, there's like, sometimes there's, you know, like some contentious situations and some like, you know, like dogs and, you know, we're a young company. So imagine a, a kind of um, mid twenties, attractive kind of guy. And it's like, sometimes, you know, me and this guy, we kind of butt heads, And I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking annoying. But then I'll, like, go home and I'll, like, think about, like, oh, fuck, what if he just manhandled me and changed my diaper in front of everyone? (laughs) And he really made fun of me and I was so embarrassed. It was like, oh, my God, these thoughts. I'm so glad that people can't read thoughts because.
0: (laughs) Do you know what, though? If we could, we could all probably chill out a little bit. Because Yeah, dude, honestly. I thought I had the weirdest thoughts. And then some of the shit that, like, my friends are into, I'm like, you know what? not that big of a freak yeah and and what
1: you know it's so nice because it's like you get a kind of it expands your kind of horizon so you're like okay maybe this stuff isn't so weird like uh you know like maybe you know pissing
0: a diaper isn't so weird when there's people who like all sorts of things
1: um you're not
0: that weird like that's the whole point of this podcast guys you're not that weird i mean well some of you
1: But that's okay, it's like but <laughs> but it's that's like, okay, it, like, like is it, you know it's, it's totally being fine. weird, even that it's like uh, no, it's, it's good like to yeah, be-
0: it's weird, so what, <laughs> so fucking what, like it's a cool thing it's like everybody's it's nice. weird, it's nice, it's like an interesting part of you, it's not the whole of you, it's just like, oh, yeah, that's cool, like that internal monologue telling you that you're weird, you're really you're really not that weird because everyone's weird, and if everyone's weird, then no one's weird, so. Also, did you know that some people don't have an internal monologue? Uh yeah, I think I read about something like that. My brain is a is a train. Like it is a <laughs> constant like serious like it it is a um like like I hear my voice thinking out loud constantly. Mm. This is why it takes me hours to fall asleep. This is why I can, like, if I put the TV on, the TV's got to be, I've got to be glued to it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So you already have two, like, sources of
0: stimulus. So just the TV and not any music or anything. If people could, if there were cameras in my house, the number of hours you would see me spend literally pacing up and down, talking to myself if I'm alone, or just, like, thinking because I'm like and then every night I'm like, okay, what are we gonna think about to like go to sleep? what's the like story I'm telling like it's just constant endless there is never a moment of quiet and the fact that some people have moments of quiet is already crazy to me. The fact that some people it's just like Whoa. yeah just like a a tumbleweed blowing <laughs> yeah like what how do you think? I mean, I sort of like debilitatingly. Think to the point that I can't think. Yeah, maybe there's a happy middle ground here. Maybe (laughs) I know there is, and I know I'm not it. (laughs) Dead, dead
1: silence, and and manic, (laughs) manic raving in your
0: mind. Maybe there isn't. Listen, I think about interesting stuff. Okay, I've always, I'm always. You know what it is? I'm normally teaching a seminar on like a hyperfixation, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. I mean, if I could be a professor of Digimon, we would be. Like, I would be, I would be so rich. Yeah, you'd be like, like the emeritus, like... <laughs> I would be like, hey, money me, please. Yeah. The grand they, Cuba. <laughs> literally, I got it all, all up here. And sometimes I test myself. Sometimes I give myself a quiz, like, just mentally, like, okay, do I know all of this? Do I know all of this? Can I list to Okay, let off? me ask
1: you something. And, uh, you know, this is... Um...
0: Uh so how many how many different like evolutions does agumon have okay an enormous amount agumon i mean the thing is technically any digimon can digivolve into any digimon really okay okay works uh, agumon uh, has loads because there's loads of different versions of different kind of agumons uh and they all sort of branch agumon is not even close to some of the ones like agumon doesn't fucking armor digivolve so like Agumon doesn't dna digivolve there's loads oh, of things shit. that Agumon oh, doesn't oh, even shit, do shit, that Garumon or Vimon like do that they have way more <laughs> listen we could be here a while <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> many a sleepless nights <laughs> i could like i could talk to you about the pros and cons of like digimon and like why it's so good and then you the know, cons then, are there, there cons? are some cons there are some are cons Well, oh, i mean like there's a con to everything uh you know it's a franchise owned by bandai nemco so like that's a con um they they're not they don't sometimes i think they're trying personally to hurt me um <laughs> <laughs> wait this isn't the why am i crazy podcast this is uh <laughs> yeah this is, uh, <laughs> <shut> <laughs> this is the big top this is the big top because i'm such a big top man okay so let me tell
1: you about can i tell you about my year 24 7 yeah yeah uh okay so so i had to think about it yeah it's like uh is this allowed i guess <laughs> is this is okay okay i mean okay weirdo <laughs> i mean like
0: you're the guest but i guess you can speak
1: <laughs> yeah okay well um <laughs> i uh well thank you <laughs> i was so i was in canada right and i uh spent a year 24 7 and the thing about Norway is that it's oh, so Oh, I didn't
0: understand diapers. what you meant. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. I wait, thought wait, you wait. just wanted to talk about your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we should do that. We should do like an eight-hour
1: podcast. Like, All right, well, now I'm going to work. And then and then it's just like me, like,
0: clicking buttons. Oh, these okay, keyboards. sorry. You were 24-7. You were wearing diapers 24-7. Yes, yeah. this was
1: super interesting. Please yeah. tell me about it. Uh, oh, yeah, it's okay. But um, so when I, when I was living in Canada, right, I got like uh really really into the the 24 7 thing and the reason is that in canada it's so much cheaper and i moved out Ooh. of my parents place and i was living in a dorm by myself so i went absolutely crazy and one of the things I discovered was that you could literally wear premium diapers 24-7. Like, the thick ones are still, like, relatively concealable. So I was, like, wearing diapers all the time. And so Whoa. I had all these experiences. But one of the things that was kind of, like, that to be really careful about was, uh, you know, diapers, they, like, I didn't have a diaper pail in my room. So we would never really hang out in my room because... You know either there were diapers under the bed or there was one in the trash can and I remember one time i I had gotten up and i was I was late for class, of course, because you know Canada weed is legal, and I was having a good time i was twenty four seven i was I was uh abusing t h c uh, which was not, not really good for me, but it was great. It was fun. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs>
0: but it was great for uh, me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. No, it wasn't great for me. It was great fun, but it was actually uh, not that great. Good but for it, the soul, not for the brain. You know, I I learned from it. Um sure. But uh, but anyways, so one one morning I was like, uh, I had woken up and you know, the amazing feeling of like a, like a morning diaper, like, you know, you wake up kind of wet, you know, and I was like, fuck it. I don't want to take this off. So I decide to risk it. And I go to class and mid-class, I'm kind of like, okay, I got to pee. I start peeing. And then I feel, you know, uh, a shiver run down my spine. And I feel like, uh, some wetness in the back of my gray sweatpants like <laughs> the classic gray sweatpants so long story short i i leave the bathroom and and or i leave the class uh, after it's done and as i'm you know walking to my dorm i stop by the bathroom and i see these two kind of like semicircles below the diaper like on my uh butt and it's so clearly wet just so dumb uh but at the same time kind of hot like like uh it's like kind of like almost a little bit ashamed of it but like uh-huh. it was like oh i kind of a little bit got off on that like i'm just like a big dumb baby who like uh-huh. uh, i just pissed my pants and oh yeah i leaked a little <laughs> bit whatever. and same thing is like oh maybe one time i think one time in french class i accidentally had the the back of the waistband right up so you saw that beautiful like white waistband Mm. um and i think i heard some like murmuring or some whispering behind me but you know canada is such an accepting place so they probably thought oh you know he's got a disability or whatever i don't know Mm. but uh yeah and so towards the end of that trip after about you know 10 months of 24 7 First off, when I visited my family, they were really wondering why I was pissing so much, because I <laughs> I didn't wear a diaper when I was visiting my dad in, while he lived in Philadelphia, and I was getting up to go to the bathroom literally all the time, because I drank a lot of water. But then, when it was like three months before I was heading back, I bought way too many diapers, so my room was like stacked, and by that time, I was even getting like a little bit like, oh man, you know, I think I'm done with like diapers for a while, but I really had no choice but to wear them because I was heading back and I couldn't bring them all with me and I didn't have room for them and all of that. So actually, towards the end, I was almost like forced to wear 24 seven, which again, kind of hot. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like that you've put yourself in a situation where you're forced to yeah, do right? It, which is like Aww.
1: at the end of the day, I wasn't really forced to, but uh you know,
0: I kind of like it felt like a little bit like that as well. That is hot. Also, the thing about the, you know, the leaking and and the peaking, uh, peaking and leaking, only you know what that is. Like, nobody is going to be like, oh, he's a diaper fetishist, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. They're going to be like, oh,
0: okay, or (laughs) he sat in something, or, oh, he was, you know, because he has to, or whatever. Yeah,
1: Uh, like... Uh when I was visiting uh my my best friends, my best uh diaper friends in Rochester, New York, uh we um I was hanging out with them and we were going to like a birthday party for their friend and I was it was like summertime, so I was wearing just a t shirt and shorts and I had like a relatively soaked uh, ABU space under and I was like sitting there leaning back, you know, a cool guy, cool guy drangy, you know, <laughs> living his life, and I'm I'm bulging you know like in the front like there's a thing and then later they tell me that like the friends were like yo does Drangy have like a huge dick <laughs> like because they had, they saw the bulge and they thought like immediately like oh this guy's packing spoiler alert i'm not <laughs> it's, it was just the diaper but uh it was kind of like funny Is like oh they think that I'm, like, this, like, uh, hung dick kind of guy, but uh, it was just a, a, a cute baby blue space diaper. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just looking at the time, and we should wrap up. But before we do, did you bring a yay for the day? <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, I did. And Hit me honestly, with it. Hit me with it. just
1: to kind of put this into context, I've been really happy about a lot of things lately. And my life has been really nice. And it's fucking tacky. But I'm like, I'm thankful for everything. <laughs> but it's fucking tacky. And that's lame. So I'm not going to say that. Uh, well, you did. Because it's, so, it's lame. It's, no, everyone just, knows you're tacky I, and lame. I, th- I think it should be unsaid. I don't think it needs to be said. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But that's what it is but anyways um so besides that and don't even get me started on work because that's also really great but but that's super
0: <laughs> i know what? okay the,
1: yeah yeah uh, okay
0: great you have a great life fine yeah okay Fantastic. yeah yeah, yeah
1: right who cares uh <laughs> and nobody that's who but <laughs> but uh the one thing that i have been thinking of was <clears throat> and this isn't even something that happened but I've been in a relationship for over two years now with a a relatively vanilla boy who is super accepting and super open and is very encouraging of like diapers and kink and really, you know, wants to participate. And recently I found out that, you know, he might move in or or my my current roommate might move out and he might move in. So that's been like a really nice thing because it's kind of like, okay, well, now I can actually live, like, a kinky lifestyle with him. And I can, you know, wear what I want at home. And all of that stuff has really got me excited um, because it's fun. And uh, one of the things that I don't always like about living with my vanilla best friend is that, you know, when it's hot in the summer, I have to put on fucking clothes in my own apartment. I have to put on shorts over, like, my diaper. It's, It's honestly it's a little bit like almost like draconian <laughs> it's like i have to put on like some loose sweatshorts over like my diaper it's i mean i i get it but you know i don't like it <laughs> so yeah so that was a good thing i might Fair. get to move in with my boyfriend lame um Dope. but That's uh yeah <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah i know right it's 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 all right i like it. <laughs> it, it, i'm excited it's for it correct. at least uh and, and also like i um i just uh, booked a trip to spain because up here in the frozen north, it's fucking dark and it's cold, and I miss like uh, road cycling. And I bought, um, I bought. Uh, I'm gonna bring my wetsuit, and I'm gonna take a. Uh, I'm gonna take the paddleboard, and I'm gonna put on a diaper under the wetsuit, and I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna paddle for hours and have a great fucking time. So Whoa, yeah, fuck lot yeah. to look forward to. Yeah, that was
0: so like. <laughs> It's a singular yay, but okay, you are having a fucking great time. That sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, I, I and also kind
1: of like, I feel like I unlocked a next step in like my kink journey in that I finally grown really comfortable going to like kink events. And what's kind of cool is that you were actually part of that, The both the first and the second time I, I went to a big event, which was Critgeist. I was kind of like, it was my first event ever. And I've been wearing diapers for probably like 16 years. So I've I, I've been, you know, doing this for a long time, but uh, it was only like last September where I actually went to an event. So that's really kind of uplifting and it's fun. And it's like a great confirmation that like, oh, there's actually a ton of not only people that like this but that are cool and sociable and respectful and fun
0: and that really just fills me with a lot of joy oh dude that's awesome I'm so happy to hear that yeah that's fucking great okay mine is sort of like a bit of a cop-out but yours was so good that I think I can get away with it (laughs) okay okay and mine is just that the big top is (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, season three season fucking three i'm in my big top era in more ways than one um yeah so i am so excited for season three and i have some really really exciting guests so stay tuned every tuesday at 12 noon gmt uh and thank you again ab universe for sponsoring this podcast drangon thank you so much for joining me here under the big top where can people find you online they can find me on
1: twitter or x as pup Dragon, and that is pretty much it so <laughs> pup drangen yo dope i'm also on telegram as canada luke c-a-m-i-d-l-u-c so um hit me up but uh yeah pretty much just twitter
0: fabulous and as always you can find me on twitter or blue sky at t stota oh i had a burp and then it went away that's oh. the worst feeling I want it to come out. Um, and that's all for this week. Yay, the Big Top's back. Um, join us next week as we go under the Big Top. Woo! Uh, bye! Hey guys, Barney here. I just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings the Big Top to life, Zencaster. I use Zencaster for all my recordings, and since taking over the Big Top fully, I have actually tried other systems, but I ended up sticking with Zencaster. It's so easy to use, you don't have to download anything, just log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. It records studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with guests, along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard. Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and ahs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the Hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use. And their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.